Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 21 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. This, Sean, would be the Paul O'Neill edition. Can we both agree on that? Don't you dare say that running back. Tiki Barber. Don't you dare say that running back. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm sunburned all the hell. Uh, yeah, burnt up. If, uh, what's his name, we're here. If Donkey Lips were here. Roasted. Toasted. Burnt to a crisp. That's me. We had a nice Mother's Day cookout over the weekend. It was fantastic. Uh, got to try out the new Kamado Joe the first time for lots of people. I think I did all right. I didn't burn the house down. Uh, the steaks were pretty damn good, I must you say. You lost some, some knuckle hair. I did lose a lot of knuckle hair. Or finger hair, I guess. Yeah, I, guess I don't so. have hairy hands, but <laughs> now it sounds like I'm like a gorilla or something. Like Robin Williams. <clears throat> oh, God, that dude was hairy, too. God rest his soul. I miss him. Um, yeah, we had a pretty good weekend. Had a nice cookout. Some... Some dranky drinks got drank. Um, you had a good weekend. You we went to go see a little movie. I did. Spoiler uh, free thoughts. Yeah. Saw Civil War. Um, Kevin's not going to like to hear this, but it was better than Batman versus Superman. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, I. Maybe I'm still just coming off the high of it and maybe. After I give it some time, it'll wear off. But I'm tempted to call it my favorite superhero movie behind probably only Dark Knight. Um, Winter Soldier was good. First Avengers was good. But, God, I don't know. I, this might be better than <clears throat> both of them. So we're not going to talk too much about it yet because Kevin hasn't seen it. So. Yeah, I'll pretty much leave it there. Maybe next weekend we'll do a, a quick mini review, give all you people out there a chance to see it too. But Yeah, I will say, you said with time you might sour on it and all that stuff. I've definitely, <clears throat> I don't remember what I gave Batman vs. Superman. I think I gave it like a nine. Yeah. That's like a seven and a half. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's it's dropped. The more I think about it, and it just, it annoys me. But we did get a release date for the Blu-ray with the Ultimate Edition, the three-hour long radar cut july 15th um hmm. which makes me think they're not going to release the radar version in theaters i thought they might to try to squeeze try out to another get some more money <clears throat> try to get it close to a billion which i think they'd hit it if they put that out i'd go back and see it again i think a lot of people would but it depends on i think they've already gotten dumped on enough yeah i feel like they would be worried to put that movie out and have it you know, put it back out and have for consumption again. Yeah, right. And get like and say, well, hey, even with the three dollars, hours, it yeah. still sucked. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Speaking of movies getting dumped on, the uh, reviews went live today for Apocalypse. Oh yeah, not good. Forty percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Yeah. What did Days of Future Past get? Oh, it was pretty high. Okay. I'd have to look that up. Um, at least in the seventies, if not high, I think it might've been, I think it might've been really high. Um, but yeah, I was kind of surprised to see that. Um, so it's not just DC that can make not great, uh, movies. Although, well, Marvel didn't make it though. No, I didn't. That's why I didn't say I trust me. Like I said, I wanted civil war to suck. Yeah. Yeah. It Um, doesn't. I know it doesn't. I just want them to fall on their faces one time. That's all I ask one time. Well, Incredible Hulk sucked. But was that even Marvel? Incredible Hulk was. It was. Oh, the Hulk, Hulk wasn't. wasn't. Oh, jeez. Which but one was Norton? Incredible. Okay. He was incredible. 
He wasn't incredible. Oh, <laughs> 91% for Days of Future Past. Wow. So I was way off. I, I knew it was good, but I didn't know it was that high. Hmm. Um, I think first class was probably in the seventies or something. First class was really first good class too. Was so good. yeah, I, I don't know. I think Days of Future Past or shoot, what's it called? Apocalypse is going to be good. I'm just not as excited for it as I was Days of Future Past. I don't know why. I'm I'm right there with you. Like now I don't. That, th- do you have superhero fatigue? I don't think I do, but maybe I do. I don't think I do, but I mean, I love. Well, I don't know if I loved. I really liked Days of Future Past. And when it got to the end and you see Apocalypse, I'm like, holy yes, crap, they're doing Apocalypse. This is going to be awesome. And it's not like they waited forever to come out with it. It's only been two years. That's right. what's crazy. Yeah, but they put it out quick. For some reason during that time period, I'm just like, meh. I'm just less excited about it now. And honestly, I think I enjoyed Days of Future Past better, but I almost think First Class is more rewatchable yeah days of future past was just so it's draining busy. there's just so much stuff there's, going on it was right confu- I but mean, it wasn't nobody will nobody but. says that because it's not a dc movie right um by the way you know how apocalypse looks like ivan ooze now i mean and he's blue he's not purple but he looks like ivan ooze from power rangers this is what the concept art was originally for him straight out wow. of the freaking cartoon Instead, we get this. And Oscar Isaacs is awesome. I'm sure he'll do a great job with it, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah, and then there's a close-up. I mean, look, he's that's straight out of the comics in the cartoon. That would have been so badass. Wow. I so. like it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not like seeing any of the previews has soured me on it. Uh, like I said, it's not like it's been a really long time since yeah. the last one, but I don't know why. Maybe it is superhero fatigue, but I'm just a lot less interested in it now than I was when I first found out they were doing it, and I don't know why. Yeah, I can't put my finger on it, but I think I'll probably see it in theaters, but I can't even guarantee that I will. I think I'll see it. It won't be a first weekend thing for no. sure. I'll, it'll be a Saturday afternoon once it calms down or something. Yeah. Um, I think they've almost put out too many trailers for this. I think they've had four now, four full-length trailers really? in like a six-month span. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah, it's Apocalypse. He's got the four horsemen. He grows big. He crushes Xavier. We've seen that in every single one. Like, yeah. Xavier uh, finally goes bald. Yep. And we don't know why. I hope it's not how like Luther went bald and it was just oh, let's shave your head. Spoiler alert. Sorry if you haven't seen it, you don't care. But yeah, I don't know. So. I feel like kind of a loser. I'm the only one drinking tonight. What What are you drinking? I'm drinking whatever's in this cooler left over from the weekend. So right now I've got a Sierra Nevada uh, IPA, which is pretty good. Um, or it's I guess it's actually just a pale ale. What What it, is there a difference between a pale ale and an India pale ale? Because it's pretty hoppy. I'm sure there is. I couldn't tell you what it was, but. It's not hoppy like a 420 from Sweetwater or anything, but it's still, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, what are you drinking over there? Um, I'm drinking a big, tall glass of... What's it? What's it? Um, No. So, yesterday at the barbecue, I don't remember how it first came up, but somehow we started talking about diets and stuff. And the first one that came up was the... Every other day fast 
Right. Like you just, oh, I think I probably brought it up. Maybe. But you go one day of fasting. Like yep. no more than 500 calories for the day. The next day you eat whatever you want. Eat to your heart's content. The next day you're back to fasting. And you just repeat that. Every other day you fast, you pig out. You fast, you pig out. And there's no way I could do it. I couldn't get through a day with only 500 calories. That's rough. There's no way. Yeah. I don't eat enough vegetables. You'd have to eat vegetables most of the day. Right. And just drink water, which I can drink a lot of water, but I don't know. I could 500 calories isn't doable. Um then I think dad was reading up on it online and came across a kind of if that seems too extreme for you, here's Try this. Here's a watered down version. Um that's the 8-hour fast. So this, it says you do it at least three days a week. Um, and you just pick basically, it's not really an eight-hour fast, it's a 16-hour fast, but you pick one eight-hour window during the day where you can eat within reason, whatever you want, and that's it. You can't have any calories outside of that window before, after, whatever. Um, so I'm trying that. I don't know why. I'm not necessarily trying to lose weight i'm already a a svelte 170 are you really and i mean yeah why the hell are you doing this i, I don't know if it's anything just, it's you should just be working out more you should just be trying to put on muscle than trying to lose weight what do i need muscles for i don't know if they look good <laughs> um i don't know it's i really don't what know do you why need to lose more weight for is <laughs> this what I'm saying. um it's just kind of something to do um Brittany a few months ago brought up this not a weight loss thing but just an overall health thing this gallon of water a day yeah thing i'm like all right i'm in i'll try it and i did it for like a couple weeks and then it just stopped but it's just something to do i don't know it's kind of like i want to see if i can do it and i'm pretty sure if i can do this for a week so the plan is to do it like monday through friday so i'll get Five days in instead of three, and then Saturday, Sunday, just do my normal thing. I think if I can get through like a week or two and see if I notice any difference, then I might be like, "Oh, okay." Well. You're gonna be like a little, like a, like an Ethiopian kid. <laughs> like how much skinnier? You're, for for those of you who don't know, and obviously most of you probably don't know, is he's six foot three, six two, whatever. Sure, make me feel better. He's six foot two, <laughs> one seventy. I'm five ten. 190. 190. 180. No, I don't look 190. No. But I've, I mean, when, before I started working out, so if I was getting up near 200, I don't feel like I look that much different. I could, it must be like dense or something. Yeah. I mean, not just in the head, but. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just something to do. I want to see if I can do it. Um, I am the last person who believes really in these fad diets uh, just eat so, right and exercise uh, right yeah. i'm not expecting anything to happen but at the same time i'm kind of curious so we'll see um i was tempted to have a beer now but i'm outside of my window and if i fail on day one then that that's that's not good so and you just start back up on day two i could which would now be the new day one yeah new day, day one. one new, new. Day one. We need a trumpet. All right, that's enough. <laughs> All right, we're moving right along. You know what we got, Sean? What do we got? We got some news. 
pretty light week as a lot of these have been. Well, I, I wouldn't say a lot of them lately, but you know, we're getting closer to E3 and everything, which is only a month away. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. Um, E3's coming up, so not a whole lot of news coming on, but we did get one big reveal this week. So it leaked, I can't remember if it was over the weekend or if it was at the end of last week, that the new Battlefield was coming. They put up a teaser. Um, they started to get all these reports that it was going to be set in World War One. And that sounds awesome because nobody's done World War One. Because you think World One, World War One, there's not a lot of technology. It's trench warfare. Like when you hear people talk about World War One, the lines moved like a total of twelve mile, miles throughout the whole war. Like right. it's just horrible and brutal. I mean, every war is horrible, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But they said no. They're doing the rumors. They're going to do World War One, but it's going to be an alternate history World War One. So I was like, does that mean it's World War One? Like something like Resistance for PlayStation, where. We're getting World War Two. You get taken over by these these aliens show up in the Chimera and they start taking over the world. <laughs> right, like all this other stuff. Real alternate or right. just alternate. So it, it's just it's a World War One. Um, it's not alternate history, um, especially when I saw the image that leaked with the guy with the cape. I was like, oh, if he's got a cape, this must be like alternate something. <laughs> but it's not. It made me think like the Order eighteen eighty six or something like that. Yeah. So it's not. It's just World War One uh, trailer launch. It was only a minute and a half or something, but holy crap! I've never played a Battlefield. I, I did the beta for Battlefield Cops and Robbers or whatever it was called, Hardline. Uh, I hated it. I was getting my butt kicked because it's only multiplayer. The beta and it was like teams of sixteen. I was like, there's way too much going on, and I just want to climb up that crane and see if I can get to the top and then just jump off it. <laughs> but the trailer for this looks awesome. Uh, what did you think about it? You watched it today. Um, it looks amazing. Um, again, I don't really get too excited over first-person shooters, but I would say I'm more excited for this than Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Yeah. Um, it brings me back to like early 2000s, like maybe... 2000 eh, mid 2000s maybe like 03 to 06 time frame um and land parties over at brent's shout out to brent you're not listening um should be jason's listening shout out to jason he was always there um and jeff and whoever else and he just texted you that's weird whoa jason just texted me um but we would um what was I saying? Oh, land parties. Land parties. And we would do some... You never do... Starcraft, Warcraft, things okay. like that. But then we did some first-person shooters, too. And among them, and probably my favorite, was Battlefield 1942. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I okay. think was the first one. I believe I could be so. wrong, but... And again, even back then, I wasn't that big into first-person shooters. I sucked back then. I suck now. But the coolest thing about it was that was the first one I had played where you could get... Not just into vehicles, you could get into planes. Yes. And that's what I would do. I would find a plane, and I would just take off in that, and I would try to shoot people from the plane, and it usually wouldn't work, and then I would just get bored, and I would just kamikaze into people, or try to, anyway. Right. And that's how I played the game, and it was fun. I didn't play it the way you probably should play a first-person shooter, but I remember it being team-based. I think we did, like, capture the flag, or maybe it was just deathmatch. I don't know, but... um, I had a great time doing that. It was playing against people who were at least somewhat within my skill level, right. not playing against randos online who just would destroy me. So 
it kind of reminds me of that. Um, you know, I like the fact that it's, I mean, it's World War One. it's even further back, but it's not all futuristic and laser beams and, like, it's just, I don't know. There's no exosuits and rocket right. packs yeah, exactly. and running on walls and mechs and all this other stuff. Like, not to mention the dog fights in that trailer look freaking amazing. That looks insane. I, I can't wait to hop in one of those Red Barons or whatever they are. And I don't know. I, I've like I said, I've never really cared cared about a Battlefield game for. I think I do think it's funny that they're calling it Battlefield One. Obviously, World War One. But I'm like, I guess yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. Why not Battlefield nineteen? 19- <laughs> Whenever both, World War One was. We're both awesome at U.S. history. Big, big history tell. buffs here. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited about it. I'm definitely more excited, like you said, uh, way more excited than I am. At Infinite Warfare, I couldn't give two about. I just couldn't. Like, if I get that game, it's going to be solely so I can play Modern Warfare Remastered. Right. And that's it. I just don't care. And, and not only, like they said in the trailer, this is in-engine footage. So that wasn't CG stuff. That was supposedly, that was gameplay. Yeah. That makes Infinite Warfare look like a PS3 game. That was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I don't know how much I believe it because we were told like when Watch Dogs got revealed, there was all that stuff about how it was, you know, it was in footage and and then it turns out it just wasn't. But yeah, I don't know. Looks fantastic. If you're a Battlefield fan, you got to be stoked for that. Next up, we found out there is another Star Wars game coming out. Pretty soon. So we knew that um, Amy Hennig, who used... She was the writer for Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. She left and went to... I'm blanking now. Somewhere at EA. I can't remember what. But she was working on a Star Wars game, which sounds fantastic. The writer of Uncharted doing a Star Wars game. Awesome. Yeah, sign me up. But then we find out that there actually... There's another Star Wars game coming out. Uh, Respawn is doing it. Respawn, if you don't know, they're the ones that did Titanfall last year. So they obviously know how to do action and everything. Um, But the director for this is Stieg Asmussen. It's Stieg. It's S-T-I-G, but it's pronounced Stieg. He he directed God of War 3 is basically what I'm saying. Okay. So you take Respawn, whether you like Titanfall or not, whatever. They know how to, to make a triple-A big blockbuster game. You add to that the director of God of War 3. I'm pretty excited for this. Apparently, it's been in the works for two years now, so it's probably not that far away. It's probably a next-year game. But is it going to be like, um, what was the one? Like, Knights of the Old Republic? We don't like, know. it's not like a... I mean, it's, But it's like, it's an action game? Action-adventure, third-person is yeah, all yeah. we know. Okay. <clears throat> and the quote from Stieg was... We promise to pay respect to the Star Wars legacy at all times, a fact that will be constantly reinforced and honored as a central game design tenet. And the other thing is, so now that Disney owns them and they got rid of all the expanded universe stuff and all that, um, any Star Wars stuff that comes out has to be part of the actual overall canon. No. So does that mean, is it an Obi-Wan game? Is it like in between episode six and seven? Is it between three and four? Like, is it, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be probably characters we know and everything. That should be. Hopefully. Yeah. Pretty sweet. So look forward to that. Hopefully we'll see more at E3. I would assume we'll see something at E3. Boy, Nintendo, the hits just keep on coming. So Nintendo, uh, 
you know, we were looking forward to E3 and we're going to see the NX. Nope, you're not. Okay, well, we're going to see, we're going to get to, no, nothing except Zelda. And now we find out they aren't even doing a a press conference from, they're, they're just doing a live stream all day, which will be a day-long demo of The Legend of Zelda on Wii U. So, again, I hope you like Zelda. I do. I'm not going to watch it all day, though. One of the things that's interesting about the new Zelda is they've been talking for a while about how it's going to be different and how they said, like, Ocarina was the last time it really, they changed the formula of Zelda and everything. This one's going to be different, too. It's going to be more Western or whatever they said. So now they had a quote about it this time. They said that what they're they're going to demo in this live stream is how this new Zelda is a, quote, clean break from the conventions of previous games. Sean, what does that mean? I I don't know, but I'm I'm worried. I just don't want them to screw it up. Like it's uh, obviously not broken. Why are you right. going to try to fix something that is not broken at all? Right. I've got to imagine they're not I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think they're just going to do a complete 180 and have it I think it will still be Zelda. It will be adventure. It will be get you some new items and you can advance further and solve puzzles and whatever. But I'm just trying to think of what it could possibly mean. The only thing I can think of is that they're really going more like open world. They're supposed to be going open world, but more, but, but what does that mean? That can like metal gear. I mean, think of Ocarina since it's fresh in your mind. Yeah. Every area was like a level. Yeah, it was open world, but you go to you had the, the mountains, and you a level. had the castle, the lake, you had a level, the, the ranch, forest, the graveyard, yeah. The, yeah, Zora's domain, all that stuff. Yeah, right. So the only thing I can think of is maybe it's more. It's not as uh, I don't want to say segmented, but there won't just be all these discrete areas, and each one of them, you're gonna find a level there. Like maybe it's just more open and right. almost maybe more like obviously not to the same extent but like Metal Gear Solid 5 like just open and there's not these there's not the mountain area and the forest area and the lake area and the town area and the desert area and this and this and this it'll just be an open maybe maybe they do something like that but I don't know. I just... It's just weird when they say the clean break thing because even if you go back to the top-down Zeldas, they've all had the same... Like you were saying, it's still the same formula. Right. Like, there isn't really any bad Zelda games unless you just don't count, like, the stylus ones and yeah. all that stuff. But, like, Zelda works. Why? I, I just... And maybe we should just trust them. They've been working on this stupid game forever. Maybe they. we, we should just trust that they know what they're doing but i just want a clean break from the conventions of previous games i don't know about that at the same time it's like i'm worried i don't want to screw it up but at the same time i'm kind of along the same lines but segue i'm getting more and more worried about the nx in general and I'm starting to lose faith in it that this is going to be 
this unbelievable new system yeah to where regardless of how good zelda looks if the nx as a whole doesn't seem like it's gonna be a, a hit yeah it's gonna be tough for me to buy one just so that i can play a new zelda right. game which may or may not be good or as good as yeah. the older ones so we'll say and i'm lucky because i've got the i've got the wii u so if oh, the nx true. isn't tickling my that's fancy, it's on wii u so i can buy it and then you can just borrow it once i beat yeah. it or something okay like so yeah so the next the next item on here is apparently there's a rumor that nintendo is now thinking about ditching discs in favor of cartridges for the nx so, and when we say cartridges, don't think like Super Nintendo or N64 or anything like that. Think 3DS. They're basically memory cards is essentially what they are. Right. And they plug in and you just, you do it. So apparently the uh, the chip manufacturer said, uh, da, 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 although this is a quote from them, although sale, the sales is in off, whoa. <laughs> the, although the sales is in off season during the first quarter, the revenue is similar compared... You can tell this is from a Japanese translation. With the same period last year. Wu Mean suggested that as Nintendo had just announced it will release a new generation of consoles in March next year, and the console will be launched at the same time in Japan, America, and Europe. So ROM's sales is expected to increase in the latter half of this year, when obviously they would be manufacturing a bunch of games for the thing and everything. Yeah. There's a rumor for a while that they were going to ditch um, discs, on the NX, a lot of people figured that just meant they were going to go download only. Um, so I don't, I don't know that this really. This isn't like when you had like a Genesis cart. As I'm looking over there at our Genesis, like you weren't putting Metal Gear One. I mean, Metal Gear Solid One, right? Or I, I can't believe they got Ocarina to do it as cinematic as that was her thing, like. These are more you just... It's like plugging in a jump drive. That's what I'm thinking. It's it's not going to be a... I mean, these Genesis games... I mean, they're small compared to Super Nintendo, but it's more plastic than anything. Yeah. It's just a big case. Right. All it is is a little chip. So, and I mean, look at your phone. I've got... I don't remember what, but 64 gigs in here, and most of this is just a battery. Right. Like... You can fit a lot onto a little thing. Yeah. And while I guess it would be nice to get away from the constant, you know, loading and stuff. That, that would be the one a, thing. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just It's just odd. Yeah. It's I, it's this is what I worry about though, and maybe this is what you were gonna say earlier. Like I think you said on a previous podcast. Or I might have, or we both did. It's time for them to stop being gimmicky. Like, we had the Wii, the Wii U. Just make a good, powerful gaming console. I don't care if it's not portable, although this kind of feeds into that. If they're just these little... Then you don't have to worry about plugging a disc into a <laughs> something that says... You know what I mean? You just plug in your little cartridge thing, and you go about your business, and you play. So... Kind of along those lines. I was just talking to Dad about this the other day. Um, so for everybody out there, Brittany and I are currently in the midst of building a house, having a house built for us. Yeah, you're not building it. No. Um, 
and we opted for the built-in sound system package whatever and the control unit where you do your radio you can bluetooth to it whatever that the hub Mm -hmm. for some reason has a cd player in it (laughs) and i'm just thinking this thing now has to be probably six inches deep set into the wall we don't need cd players anymore get rid of that this thing could be a half inch thick and still accomplish the same thing if you get rid of the disk drive off of one of these how much room yeah i mean either you end up with something about the size of the wii which is pretty much just a big dvd player or you end up with something the size of a ps4 or xbone that has no disk drive in it and has just that much more room for power so I guess I could, it makes sense to do, and I guess it's not necessarily gimmicky. It's stuff that's been done before yeah. to some extent, but it's certainly not gimmicky the way <clears throat> Virtual Boy or the Wii was, right. but I don't know. I, I'm not thrilled with the idea, but at the same time, I don't know, it, it Kind of makes sense. It would have been weird. So if this was, you know, five years ago, I thought it would, I would think it would be a stretch to not put an optical drive in there. My main reason would be people playing DVDs, people playing Blu-rays, which Rasan, if you're listening to this, yeah, I still watch Blu-rays. I don't do everything digitally. Sorry, you can make fun of me all you want. But now it's more and more people are just, you can buy a, a movie on iTunes and it's on your it's just on your account. You can watch on your Apple TV. You can watch it on your phone and stream it to whatever. So, I mean, having discs isn't that big a deal. And while I still love buying video games and having the actual box for some reason, um, I, I know that's not going to last forever, you know? I even, for my 3DS, I could have downloaded Ocarina of Time. No, I want the box. I don't know why. Yeah, no, I'm... I just like having the physical thing. So, but even that, it's still a physical thing. It wouldn't just be download only. So, I don't know. Interesting little tidbit. This could also be something like, "Hey, it was a slow news week. Let's just oh, they they might be getting rid of discs and just going to uh, to to ROM carts." But we'll see. Last entry right here. Uh, so I don't know if you knew this, but there's a video game Hall of Fame. You're talking to me or then everybody? No, I did know that. Uh, this is only the second class, but this one's pretty interesting. So the six games that made it in this year are... Wait, do you have the list of what went in last year? I'll, I'll pull it up, okay. yeah. <clears throat> I'll pull it up. Okay, so for this year, first, let me see if... I think you've probably played... I'm assuming you've played all these games. First on the list, Space Invaders. Okay. Everybody's played Space Invaders. If you haven't, you're not really a gamer. Next, talk about everybody playing it. Oregon Trail. Mm. God, it was so good. Like, it was fun to go to to, to computer class and stuff because you could just play Oregon Trail growing up. Grand Theft Auto 3. Talk about changing video games. The Like, the first sandbox game that we ever really got where you can just go and murder that, whoever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic, shout out to Sonic for the Genesis getting some love. 
the original Legend of Zelda, my Obviously. second favorite game of all time. And The Sims. Now that one, I don't know about that being in the Hall of Fame. I think that's kind of a stretch. The Sims is fine. That The first one was the only one that I played. I See, that's the only one I played, and I enjoyed it. It's one of those, I, I got more enjoyment out of it from just building houses. Like, I would do all the cheat codes and stuff just to get crazy money, and then yeah. I would just try to build the coolest house. Yeah. And then I'd get I'd build a house and be like, okay, now let's have my family move in. And like, oh, this is boring. And then eventually I would invite a friend over, and then I'd build a wall around them and leave them in there till they die. Or I'd put them in the pool and then delete the ladder and have them swim till they get, get tired, tired and die. drown. Yeah. Like, and that's but it was a fun game. But I just I don't know. I got I, it's kind of the same with all those sim games like roller coaster tycoon i would like to build maybe this is why i became an engineer but i would that, build that game was fun it was but yeah. i would just build roller coasters i wouldn't i don't care about playing the actual game too much right sim city i'd build for a little bit and then i'd just be like yeah screw it. i'd call yep. in godzilla to have him come and destroy it and i don't know it's never really was too big into it but i don't know the first sims it was it was fun. How many have they made now? Three? Four? I don't know. Four. Plus a bunch of... Ex- I mean, four... Plus all the expansions. And- right. That's what I'm saying. I Probably in the teens when you count yeah, them Yeah, when you count every version. Um, so yeah, here's the list of all the games that are in there. It doesn't separate them by year. Yeah, I found the five from last year. Okay, so Doom. Yep. 100% deserving. Yep. The the father, why did I say father? The granddaddy of, of all. all. Yeah, something, sure. Yeah. Um, the OG, how about that? Yeah. Uh, the original game? Pong. Um, Pac-Man. Yep. Pong. Uh, Mario Brothers. Super. Super Mario Brothers, sorry. Tetris. Of course. Okay. Now this next one. Okay. You can't. It's obviously in there. You and I don't really care about it. Okay. Well, I was going to ask if you ever got into that with all your RTS. World of Warcraft ever, yeah. is the game. World of Warcraft. But you played the original. You played the actual Warcraft. I played Warcraft. I don't you think I've play two. Okay. ever played World of Warcraft. Good. For because even the. I just don't. There's a limit to the amount of nerddom that I can tolerate. That's. Yeah. Like, World I'm a huge Warcraft, nerd, but I can't do World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. I'm sorry, anybody out there that's... I mean, all right. I'm not if sorry. you're listening to us and you play... Do you remember that Pac-Man? Didn't we have that in Texas? The arcade I think Kate mini, and Karen yeah, had it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. And I remember... You know what I remember? Battery acid everywhere. Yes. Burning us. I stuff. remember yeah. <laughs> opening the battery compartment and it was just full of battery acid yeah. and just burning my finger. Yep. Um, what I was going to say is if there's... World of Warcraft players listening. I would say I apologize because I don't want to offend you because I'm about to call you nerds. Oh, I don't care. But at the same point, we're, nerds. we're nerds. Everybody listening yes. to this is a nerd, so whatever. But there's levels. It's just not for me. It I feel like it's one... Eh, it is a few steps removed from like... What Second do you call life. it? Well, yeah, but what's the, the board game... 
Dungeons. Oh, and Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I'm, I'm going to smite you. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it honestly it does seem like something I would enjoy. I just don't like having to depend on other people. I mean, again, kind of the same reason why I don't care about first-person shooters because they're all about multiplayer, and sometimes I just want to play a game by myself. I don't want to yeah. have to, catch, you know, what's the word? Organize with, like, other people to, okay, let's all go and go to Mount Doom. That's not right, but whatever. What, what is that? What, um, Mount Doom. Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's what I thought, but I was like, this doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, I think it, you can't, it has to be in there, even though it's a newish game. Should it be a first ballot, though? The first class? That's, that's what I would take issue with. My completely unbiased, not really, opinion is Zelda should have gone in first ballot or yeah, <clears throat> but probably just didn't because they put you've Super already Mario got Super in Mario, there, right? you got Tetris, you got all you know. So I don't know. Now I think there's not a single game on there that, while I don't necessarily like them all, I have no, I don't take exception to any of the ones they've they've put in there. So where is the video game Hall of Fame? Or is it even a hall? Is it literally just a? You want to know? Is it in like Des Moines, Iowa, like just some random place or something? Rochester, oh, New York. Hmm. I have no idea why, but I know that actually I've heard they're trying to get more tech companies and stuff going to Rochester. But with the way taxes are in New York, I don't know how that's ever going to happen. But oh. yeah, they yeah, it's in Rochester. <clears throat> See, I would like to go there, not to Rochester, but to the Video Game Hall of Fame. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I'll probably wait a while. I mean, right now, you could probably fit the Video Game Hall of Fame in the Pool House Studios. You could. This very yes. Like, I think I'll probably wait till it's a little bigger and they have more games in there. But um, I don't know. That would, that would be fun to check out someday. Here's one I would argue that should have gone in, and it hasn't gone in yet at all. Um, but I would have argued it should have been first ballot, especially over World of Warcraft. Released in 1991, Capcom. Street Fighter. Yes. Two. Two. Yes. Two. Should have been a first ballot. There um, wouldn't be fighting games today without Street Fighter 2. And it didn't make either of the first two rounds. That is, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't be too surprised. I mean, we'll have to wait at least a year now. But I almost wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I almost wouldn't be surprised if Mortal Kombat went in before Street Fighter. Hmm. I don't agree with it, but I could almost see them. Yeah. When you think, I mean, it spawned all these movies, and the word fatality took on a new meaning. I don't. I just almost feel like that's that's. I bet it that's goes when in video games grew up. Yeah, and that's that's Period. definitely part of it too, but. Like, that's what, when they went from just being for little kids and stuff to, whoa. Right. But it's as we were growing up, too. So, I mean, it all it, it's so weird to be the age that we are because everything really goes along with us. Right. It's kind of egocentric, but it's the truth. Uh, one more thing here before we get into the main topic of the day. So, we're recording this Monday night. Uncharted 4 comes out tomorrow. Thank God. It seems like I've been waiting forever. I cannot wait to get that in my hands. Um, Did you pre-order it? Like, oh, is yeah. it getting delivered tomorrow? Tomorrow. 
But are it's you, coming from postal service. Are you feeling sick? No, because it's coming postal right, service, so it's not right. going to get here till like four thirty. So are what am I going to do? Sick? Maybe it's coming in a couple days, but maybe no, I you'll think still I might. Feel I'm feeling tomorrow. like I might get sick like Wednesday night yeah. into Thursday because Wednesday the cleaning lady comes, and mm. that's just yeah. Gotcha. So I think I'll be okay. I do feel a little something coming on, but so the reviews for the game went live last week, and the Metacritic rating right now is of course it's amazing it's a 90 i think it's held strong at a 94 so one of the best games uh on the playstation 4 right up there with metal gear solid 5 uh, i forget what other games are that high up but one review in particular stuck out stuck out and ign gave it an 8.8 this is after two and three both got perfect tens uncharted 4 got an 8.8 so because the internet is a completely sane place where people are very logical of and they think things through and they don't overreact, everybody said, oh, I respect your opinion. I'm, it's okay that you gave it an 8.8 when I thought it was going to be a perfect 10. False. No. People lost their effing minds and were tweeting at Lucy O'Brien from IGN like, what is wrong with you? You're a feminist. You shouldn't be allowed to touch video games anymore. She's like, what are you talking What? What is, there's nothing in my article that has anything to do with feminism. They're just mad, like, so what I want to talk about real quick before we get into the rest of this is, and I'm guilty of this too, but why do we care about video game review scores? Like, Well, I'm just curious, before we get too far away from this, what was her, why not perfect? What did she have to say about it that was... I, I think some of the gameplay mechanics weren't great. She said the third act dragged on. Like, this game is, there's everybody says it's about 12 to 16 hours. Okay. Most people say it's more near 15 to 16 hours. Whereas the other games are right around 10 to 12 if you took your time. Yeah. So she said it kind of drags on. Um, she didn't love all the new game mechanic, the mechanics in it and everything. And she just felt it was... But granted, on IGN's, the way they have their numbered scale, an 8.8 means it is a great game. Right. So she said it's a great game. And the the score, it's it's a review in progress right now. It might go up a little bit. After they play multiplayer, I don't know why they do that. Who nobody cares about multiplayer. I mean, people care, but as far as scores go, who cares? But like, why the hell do people care so much about video game review scores? I'm the same way. Like, I know when I first saw it, I was like, wow, only an eight point eight, only an eight point eight. I don't, and not doesn't matter. The Metacritic's at ninety four. You gave it an eight point eight. Why didn't you give it a ten? And Justin Davis, who works at IGN, he tweeted out. Just so you all know, you're not allowed to be pissed off about a review score for a game you haven't even touched because <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. It's true. So, like, why do we care so much? Like, I remember when the Metal Gear Solid Five review went up. Well, before it went up, somebody leaked an image of Vince's review on IGN. It was like an 8.7. And I was like, oh, no, it's only an 8.7. It was fake because they knew they could get people riled up. When the score went up, it was a 10 out of 10. It was a masterpiece. Doesn't mean it's a perfect game. It means it's a masterpiece. And I was like, whew, okay, good. But it's like, I didn't need that to validate. I was getting the game anyways. I was going to play it. It's not like I'm going to play the game and go, oh, man, Vince, didn't, Vince only thought it was an 8 out of 10. Uh, maybe I should cancel my pre-order. Like, why do we care so much? And I don't even know that there's an answer to this. I just wanted to, to talk about this for a second because it's just, I don't the know why. thing I can think of is, I mean, it's been a long time and i'm talking probably back to the days of future, future past <laughs> just the days of past um back in like 
game pro slash egm days and it's probably been that long ago since i you know i i read reviews about a game that i couldn't wait you know oh it's about to come out oh i wonder what they're saying about it i just i don't know why i just don't do that anymore um Zelda will probably be the exception. I'll probably be... Yeah. I will look up reviews on that before it comes out. But the only thing I can think of is people like you with Metal Gear, with me, with Zelda, you want to be over the moon excited about this game. And you don't want anything to take away from that. And when you read a review that's anything less than perfect... I feel like it kind of, you're like, Ugh. yeah, it's not going to make you decide to not get the game anymore, but it almost ruins that high of like, oh my God, I can't wait. This is going to be so awesome. And yeah. And then if you play it and it's everything you wanted it to be, you'll, you probably won't even remember that I got a bad review. The other side of it, which I think applies more to me, since, like I said, I don't really get too hung up on, reviews of games before I play them I take a weird sense of pride I don't know why but in the fact that Ocarina of Time is widely viewed by fans and critics alike as one of the best games ever and I'm like I agree I'm glad we're on the same page like even if that game was across the board getting like eight and a half out of ten or something it probably wouldn't change my feelings about it. It wouldn't make me like the game any less, but I like knowing that what I think is my favorite game of all time is shared It's like we pretty universally. We like being validated. Having right. our thoughts validated. Well, and exactly. going off what you said, like if you get read review Metal Gear and it's an eight point eight or whatever, you're like, Oh crap, it's not as good and you you kinda go in there dreading. Perfect example, not a video game. Batman versus Superman. Yep. When we went in there and the Rotten Tomatoes were at 29%, I was like, the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop. I'm like, okay, okay, maybe the next scene's going to suck. Okay, maybe the next scene's going to suck. Okay, when is this going to get so bad that it's 29%? When is this going to, like, wait, we're, like, you're almost, I couldn't lose myself as much in the movie. I mean, I did for the most part, but still, back of my head, the whole time I'm going, okay. Where are these reviews coming from? Why do I... Well, well, the other thing, not so much along the lines of why we care, but I I think I would care more in general about video game uh, reviews, ratings, than I would movies because... Movie critics, just in general, are some of the biggest tools in existence, if you ask mm-hmm. me. Like, they just, ooh, how can I try to stand out from the crowd and poo-poo this movie that everybody else will like? Why? What can I say that's different? To, yeah. And you don't get that with video games. And there are plenty of movies that I've loved that are just stupid, and they're meant to be stupid. And nobody cares that they're stupid. People aren't going to review it. People are going to review a dumb movie and be like, this is the dumbest movie ever. And I will love that movie. Right. Because I don't care. I'm not expecting it to win Oscars. I'm not expecting it to be this 
serious thought provoking just like for a good time right but people won't review it as such those are big this, this is just dumb right you don't get that with video games there are plenty of dumb video games like that don't have this crazy emotional in-depth story to it that's just a game that you just play and people will review it just saying hey this is a fun game. This is sweet. You should check it out. They're not going to be like, there's no point to this game. Why would anybody play this? This is stupid. They should never make another video game. So I I do put more stock into video game reviews than I do movie reviews just because movie reviews just tend to, I don't know, you, you get more people that are just trying to make a name for themselves. You I feel, feel like, like people have an agenda exactly. as film critics. Yeah. Right. So... I don't know. That being said, I mean, an 8.8 is still a good score. Right. It's a great score, according to IGN. And that's why, that's another thing. Metacritic is dumb because, I mean, it's not dumb because it gives you an overall view of it. However, 8.8 with IGN being a great game, <clears throat> for Polygon to give a game a great rating, it might have to be a 9.5. So when numbers mean different things to different reviews, it gets to the point like, <clears throat> why do we do numbers at all? That's what Colin and Greg always talk about, that they're glad they've left IGN. One of the things they're glad is they don't have to give a numbered review ever again because all it does, they get all these hate comments and everything, and it's it's just it's one person's opinion. You do have to, if you're going to give a game a 10 out of 10, they do have like a roundtable discussion with some of the editors and stuff, and you have to back up why, you, why you're giving it a 10 because a 10 is a 10. It's a big deal. Right. <clears throat> Kotaku used to, Kotaku, Kotaku used to do for their reviews, they would just say, yes, you should play it or no, you shouldn't. And they would have green check marks. These are the good things. Red X. These are bad things. Should you play it or shouldn't you? Isn't that what And then they got Game away from Pro that even they do. said, I'm screwed it. No, GamePro was five-point scale. What am I thinking? Maybe it was just something that went along with that. Yeah. Not, not that so much, but it was... I don't even remember there being a number involved, but it was like a colored scale of like... Red being crappiest, and then orange. Oh, GamePro did colors yellow, with their numbers. Yeah. I think. Something. Green, green. green was like the best, yeah. and it went all the way down <clears> to red. <throat> maybe there was a number involved, too, but I can remember. Maybe even been like smiley faces. Like green right. smiley face all the way to red frowny face. Maybe it was EGM or GamePro or one of those video game magazines we used to read did that there may have been oh. a number scale with it maybe it was egm I, I think their reviews maybe. correct me if i'm wrong they didn't have one person reviewed it they, they had like an article or a few pages or whatever talking about the game and then they had five different editor scores or something like maybe that. but maybe yeah when you're trying to break it i mean if you're gonna give something anywhere from a zero to a ten to the tenth of a point you got a hundred different possibilities to choose right. from. It's a video game. It's not that serious. Just, is it good? All you need is five. One to five. No 4.2. Just five. It's maybe not perfect, but it's fantastic. Right. Four, it's pretty good. Three, yeah, not bad. Two, not very good. One, yeah. don't waste your time. That's all you need. Right. So the funny thing, too... <clears throat> So I saw the 8.8, .8 and I was like, huh, it's not a 10. I expected it to be a 10. And then I thought, ooh, boy, they only gave Uncharted an 8.8. I knew what was going to happen, and it happened. <clears throat> and the funny thing, Jason Schreier, who writes for Kotaku, 
two weeks before that tweeted out, hey, we're two weeks of knowing uh, who's going to be the one video game outlet who gets chewed out for giving Uncharted an 8.5. And then he tweeted out, congrats, IGN. <laughs> this is like, well, here you go. I mean, it, you knew it was going to happen with somebody. Like, Metal Gear didn't get tens across the board either. Right. You know? Um, nothing's going to, because nothing's perfect. But if you're one of those people, if you're listening to this, and you got pissed off that Uncharted was only an 8.8 and not a 10 out of 10 on IGN's review, tweet at us. Let us know why. Let us know your 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 reasoning and your thought process on that because I just don't really understand it. All right, rant over, or discussion over, I guess. That was a good discussion. Yeah. Main topic of the week. So, like we said, Uncharted 4 is coming out tomorrow, and I figured, hmm, this would probably be a good time to go back and take a look at the fourth game in a bunch of different series and, and see how they stack up and what some different scores are as we were just talking about review scores um, and everything like that. So these are actual numbered games. We'll, we'll talk, we'll, we'll fly through some of them. We'll, we'll give our favorites and you know, we'll talk about some that we don't like and everything else, but actual numbered fourth game. So super Mario world Ocarina time don't count. Yep. I did. You know what Ocarina times Metacritic is? Well, Ocarina of time was really, uh, well, console games, not counting Game Boy and stuff. Oh, okay. One, two, three, Ocarina. Yeah, I guess that would have been the fourth. 99 on Metacritic. Ocarina? It's Ocarina, yeah. Or uh, it might not have been Metacricket. Mecha Cricket. Mecha Cricket? It's a Mecha Cricket. <laughs> Godzilla versus Mecha Cricket. Um, it might have been game rankings, because I don't know. Sometimes with those older games, Metacritic doesn't really like translate, but it was a 99. So Wow. All right, let's get right into it. First one on the list, we're just going to go in alphabetical order. I have no input on this. I know a lot of people loved it. I don't think you have any input either. Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Never played it. Looked fun. I still have never... I've got Assassin's Creed 3 sitting in there for PlayStation 3. Sorry, Jim. Jim, My buddy Jim gave it to me, and I opened it up one time. I went to put it in the PS3, and I just was like, ah. great setting. You know, uh, Which one was that? This was like George Washington is in it and stuff. This is like 1776. Okay. Whereas Assassin's Creed 4 was pirates and ship yeah. battles and all stuff. It looked really cool. I don't care. Metacritic score, 86. Uh, this one's funny. Ace Combat 4. I didn't know they had made that many Ace Combats. No idea. The, uh, all I can think of with that is Afterburner. Yeah. Any of those dog fighting games and stuff like that. But yep. 89 on Metacritic. Wow. So here we go. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Perfect timing with all the news over the last week. Guess the Metacritic on that. 95. 94. Oh, that's close. Wait, I just realized you could have looked this up on the thing. I, I could have, but I oh, okay. didn't. Okay. <laughs> I just thought you were trying to be slick. <laughs> no. 94. So we, we, I don't know how much more we can add on this. We talked about a lot last week, but I'm assuming that's the highest rated Call of Duty game ever. It's the one that broke the mold. It's the one that changed everything. It's the one that brought it into this new era and, and turned them into the... 15 million copy per game selling machine that they are. Yeah. So. Now I want to know if you played this. I can't remember if we touched on this on a different podcast. Contra 4. Now this was like the 15th Contra game they made. It was called Contra 4? Contra 4 for the DS. Oh. Then no. No. Looked fantastic. It got a lot of good reviews, obviously. That's uh, one of those I might, if I could find. They, they said a lot of the... The general consensus that it was that it was a rebirth of the Contra franchise. It went back to what it was back in 16-bit and 8-bit era and everything. Hmm. This was post-Shattered Shattered Soldier. Soldier. 
and some of those other games. See, I had I bought Shattered Soldier. Was that PS2? Yeah. I bought it used, and it was one of those things where I get to the end of the first, maybe not the first level, but the second level, like not very far, and it just crashes every time. And up until uh, that okay. part, it was a pretty cool game. Graphics were good. It was fun. It. This is probably why maybe Contra 4 would have been better. It was too busy. There's just crap exploding uh, yeah, everywhere. You that. never know what explosion is going to kill you, what explosions aren't. I don't know. It was just it was fun, but yeah, it's they took a simple game like Contra and just went a little crazy with it. Yeah, I mean they they went old school with Contra Four. It yeah. almost looks like a HD remat. I mean that on the left looks right. like the first level of yeah. Contra, but I yep. mean, not HD for the DS. I think it is actually. I mean, look, I'm pretty sure it was. It looks very and that they get you with the nostalgia and then they get you yeah, with yeah. the new game and stuff. That's something I might wouldn't. I might not mind firing out. They got the spread. They got the lasers. Oh, and it spans both screens. Uh, okay. That's kind of interesting. Uh, that's cool. So I may need to check that out. I don't know. Uh, 83 on Metacritic. Pretty good for a shoot 'em up game. Devil might Devil may cry. Devil four. might cry. Yeah, Devil might cry. <laughs> Devil may cry four. Did you play any of the DMC games? I did. Um, what was that on three? That was on three. Yeah. I think I maybe played one and two. I don't even think I knew there was a fourth one. Honestly, yeah. but um, they're fun it's more it's kind of similar to god of war but not as good obviously the story nowhere near as good right gameplay sort of similar it was just more button mashy than god of war but uh, they're all right yeah i was gonna say that it, it with as much as i love the god of war games it it amazes me and i know this is it's not all melee combat and you get guns and all that kind of stuff but it's all about fast pace building combos all this other stuff it seems like it would've been right in my alley. I just uh, I you'd never probably into like it. it, but see, I played that before I played God of War. Oh, okay. I think if you played that, you'd be like, "Yeah, it's not that good." Yeah, but I remember liking it. But that was before I'd experienced God of War. So. Yeah. Eighty-four on Metacritic. So the the funny thing That's is, there, there's a lot of good scores. But I, I guess it makes sense. You figure if you get to four games in a series, it must be pretty yeah, good. They must be doing something good right. going on. Yeah. Uh, Far Cry 4, 85. I haven't played any of the Far Cry games. Um, they've just never really tickled my fancy. Is that the one with the guy in the purple suit on the front with his legs crossed? Yes. Pagan Men. You know you could beat that game in 15 minutes? You go through the opening cutscene and everything, and he asks you, you're at his table, and he asks you to take a drink or something. You don't do anything, don't touch the controller, and it flashes forward to the ending, and he's like, oh, I want you to join me. And they murder a bunch of people, and they, you fly away with them. Game over. <laughs> so it's like a secret fake ending. It's obviously it's the bad ending, but... No. 85 on Metacritic. All right, so here you go. Final Fantasy IV. Final Fantasy IV. So what would that have been? See, that's what's so confusing because the the damn numbers change from Japan yeah. to America. Final Fantasy. I don't even know if that's one that actually even came out here. Let's see. Final Fantasy 4 came out on PSP. What else? Da, 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 da. Oh, they did a 3D remake. No, it came out on SNES. It did. Okay. 
Do you have like box art or game For screenshots or anything? PSP, I do. Let's see here. It's got that same typical Final Fantasy. Oh, uh, Yankees one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like a Final Fantasy game. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. See, that was that that looks to me like it was basically a 16-bit version of like Final Fantasy one. Like very basic looking character. Final Fantasy six three slash yeah. three. Um uh it's Final Fantasy two, two here. And, oh, it's two here. Yeah. Okay. Final Fantasy three here is when they so or Final Fantasy I don't know. Is when they finally I don't know, it got more or less generic, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna guess that got Low 80, 82, 83? 85. Oh. But yeah, no, I don't think I ever played that one. Gran Turismo 4. Never got into racing games. 89. Now, I had four, but the funny thing is I remember Gran Turismo 3 was the one I really liked. And I only got into them. PS2, right? Yeah. Three I only got into two. them because of Dane. Like, he he was into the NASCAR games and tweaking your cars to do this, all this stuff. He got, he got GT. I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I love Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec. I remember, I think I got it as a greatest hits game on PS2 by the time I finally got it. But I probably played that more than any racing game I've ever played. More than Daytona? Yeah. Wow. Because I actually got into it and and the customizations and all this other stuff. Yeah. I don't know that I would ever go back to it, but yeah, 89 Hmm. on Metacritic. This next one, I, I... Grand Theft Auto 4. I bet that got a really good score. Way better than it should have. 98. Oh. 90. What did five eight. get? I don't know if you probably don't have it. I don't have it up here. But like, what? I think it's one of those things that. Well, this is kind of what I said. It was when probably we fantastic about, when it came out. Yeah, when but we now talked that, about disappointing sequels. Yeah. The first time I played it, I was like, it was HD Grand Theft Auto in New York City. Right. And the first time you play through it and everything, it's fine. Then Nico, or what's his name? Roman, Roman. gets to be so annoying and like, and let's go up and let's go play at the dots. <laughs> and let's go a bowling. <laughs> I just, 98 though. I guarantee that's probably higher than GTA 5. Which it uh, should never, ever, 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 ever be. Uh, yeah. I don't know if GTA 5 would have gotten a 99. I bet it's also a 98. Let's check. Hold on one second. I'm going to say 99. I'll, I'll be optimistic. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto 5 is pulling up. Uh, critical reception. 97. Wow. That's one of those. Yeah. If they could go back and change it, they would. There's another game on here that I think they would change. And it got very high ratings, but we'll get to that in okay. a little bit. Uh, Halo 4 got an 87. I think people really liked Halo 4. Halo 5 pissed everybody off. Like, short campaign, you could beat it in like six hours. You couldn't do split screen co-op anymore, sitting on the couch with somebody. You had to play online. That pissed people off. The yeah. Master Chief Collection was horrible. It was like... 
So people have definitely soured on Halo. The only one I played was the very first one. I played that on PC. I liked it, but I played on I PC. I played one I just more didn't than care. any of the other ones. I played two a little bit, and I don't think I played any of the other ones. Whoops. Hit the microphone. Now, this one doesn't have a score, but great game, Mega Man 4. That was one of the ones I thought of, and I was looking it up because I couldn't remember it. Did you know... I would have thought it was three, not four, but they didn't introduce the charge Mega Buster until four. Yeah. I knew it wasn't in one. I was pretty sure it wasn't in two, but I could have sworn it started in three. But yeah. I didn't know. I, I did see that when I was looking it up, too. I think three is kind of the probably most widely known as being the best. Three or two up, is usually is the where debate. you started getting into like pharaoh man you're running out of names yeah right and i don't know i i i like them what was that i like them <laughs> i like <laughs> them the mega man um, hey, it's a me a mega man uh, i liked it i like all of them but uh, yeah i think three is typically the one of the best ones i think two also two's up there but yeah it, it four I usually seem like when yeah like you said they started three. running out of names yep. with four so talk about wanting to go back and give it a lower score, I would think. Judging by the alphabet, I'm going to say this is Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid 4, 94 on Metacritic. Wow. It's one of those games, the first time I played through it, I would give it a 20 out of 10 yeah. if I was putting a score on it because it was such fan service and it was just tying up all the loose ends and all this other stuff. I didn't care about the gameplay. I didn't care how... I forgot how annoying and boring Act 3 was. I forgot how you know, it, it didn't really feel like a Metal Gear game anymore. Not to mention, some of the story things they tied up were stupid as hell. The, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing with, with poopy pants and Meryl fighting off the, <laughs> the, the, the frogs at the end. And they're like, they're making out in the middle of it and they're professing their love and all this other crap. I'm like, this is, even the first one, I was like, well, this is stupid. Can I skip this crap? <laughs> poopy <laughs> pants. Johnny was his name. Johnny, Johnny Sazaki. I'm like, this is so stupid. And <laughs> I don't know. I love Metal Gear. This is a game that, if on, on my list of best Metal Gear games, has over the years has just consistently dropped and dropped and dropped to where it's probably my least favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Below two, below two, below Peace Walker. I mean, uh, they're all. It would be tough for me to say Metal Gear Solid Four isn't a good game. It's, I wouldn't go that bad, but but the it's others just are not, just great. Yeah, compared to the others, it's so far behind them. That... Yeah, we we've talked plenty on Metal Gear Solid Four. We don't need to go into that much more here. Uh, Monster Hunter Four. Did you play ever Monster Hunter games? No. Eighty six. They're supposed to be really good. So next comes the lowest rated game on this list, and you brought it up as being, "Ooh, this game sucks." Mortal Kombat Four. Uh, yeah, not good. Now was that N sixty four? It was like fake. It was arcade, but yeah, it was like three D, but it wasn't three D. It was like, well. It wasn't fully 3D, like, but it was like new, like models. Deadly Alliance yeah. and Armageddon and whatever. But it was the first non-digitized one, and I think you could kind of move forward and back, you know, in and out of the screen a yeah. little bit. But you couldn't do like a full. You couldn't circle around each other, right? And it was just, I don't know. It, it, it had to be. 
done. I guess you couldn't just stick with digitized graphics. I mean, pretty much peaked. I, I don't know. It's yeah. You had to get away from that eventually, and I understand that. And this is their first foray into that, so it wasn't great. But yeah, I don't know. What did it get? Like a eighty-one? Oh, it was seventy-six. Wow. So I don't I don't remember hardly ever playing. I played Deadly Alliance and whatever the other one was right after that or before. There's Deadly Alliance. I don't remember what order, Armageddon. But Deadly Alliance, Armageddon, and. There was three of them, I think, that came out of the yeah. PS2 era. I never really played four, but it just looked like crap, so I didn't think I was missing anything. Now, you're a big RPG fan, but I know we didn't own this game. Did you ever play Fantasy Star, any of the games? That was the Genesis one, right? Yeah. Fantasy I Star I never 4, played it, but... Probably the best, it's, the best RPG I don't remember Genesis. which one. I think One of the game, Fantasy Star games is, like, top... Five Genesis games. Yeah, I and think I it's never this one. played it. It probably was this one. And you know, you know what that cost when it came out? One hundred dollars. What? Yeah. Why? We we paid eighty five dollars for Super Street Fighter Two. We paid seventy for Street Fighter Two Special Champion Edition. Games were they they go go look up any old ad. Virtual Racing was a hundred bucks on Genesis. What else was there? But that's because it had the extra chip and all that crap. Look it up right now. Really? Yeah. People that complain about $60 video games today have no idea the yeah. struggle, how real the struggle was. Yeah, that was $100. Especially with inflation. Back then, no, $60 today would have been like that's what I'm saying. $30, so $40. A $100 Fantasy Star would be like 160 now, 170 something like that, dollar game. People complain God. if a game is $20 because it's digital only. Oh, well, what was the game you didn't want to pay $60 for recently? 80 I don't want to pay 80 for that crappy Infinite Warfare. No, the... Oh, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, yeah. Just because that's not my cup of tea. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I just don't care. <laughs> uh, You can talk on this one. I've Wait, so what did that get? 93? 80, 87. Oh, yeah. I would have thought higher. Uh, oh, I skipped uh, one, though. Persona 4, 93. People love Persona. It is so weird to me. It's a JRPG, like in high school, and like you summon different personas. People are obsessed with this game. And Persona Five just got announced. It's got a release date for Japan, not one for America yet. But people are obsessed with Persona. Persona Four got a ninety-three on Metacritic. They mm. love that game. Yeah, I don't really know anything about it. Resident Evil Four. Okay. Yeah. Ninety-six. That's. That's about where fair. I figured it would be. Yeah. Um, I know we just talked about it within the last few episodes probably, but um, that was another one that when I first played it, I was like, ah, what? This isn't Resident Evil. It's not the yeah. static camera. It's not you're going around this corner and you don't know what you're going to see. It's not, you know, try to save your ammo. It's not, it wasn't even really zombies anymore yeah but it i soon realized that no it's it's fine they they knew what they were doing and i i cannot wait for them to do the the hd i mean it's more than just an hd isn't it like a well, it's a new control scheme, yeah, updated for modern than, times and all that. Yeah. It, it's it's a full remake is what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be awesome. I, I'm 
96 is that's probably right where I would have put it. I'm I'm excited for that, especially it comes out in September. Looks like Horizon Zero Dawn won't be there. We don't know about any other big fall games until September 30th that I actually care about, and that's Final Fantasy. Um, I'm de- I'm I'm downloading that the day it comes out, without a doubt. I've missed out on that game like I missed out on Ocarina and some other games, but yeah, um, I'll definitely be there for that. Also. Capcom just had an earnings call or something where they talked about... They, they basically hinted that before March of next year, a new Resident Evil is coming. And what everybody is hoping like is that... Like Resident Evil 7? Like a new new Hopefully game? it's Resident Evil. And they're rebooting everything. Everybody is... the the They're hoping they're going back to survival horror. Yeah. We'll see. But that, that came out today. I didn't have that in the rundown. But that's that's something else that came out today. Saints Row 4, I never could get into Saints Row. I didn't know there were four of them. It's just GTA. Two, um, maybe three. Four of them. I got 81. Uh, SimCity 4, they're all the same thing. I mean, it got 84. Okay. Interesting one on here, Sonic 4. Um, I downloaded the first episode of it. This was like HD, side-scrolling Sonic. came out for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox. And it was numbered, so I really had my hopes up and everything. There's no score for it on here, but it was just not like the way Sonic, like he didn't really jump in a circle. And this might be really nitpicky, but he was like oblong and stuff. And he like spun really slow. And it's like they tried to capture the magic of the Genesis. I've never seen the game, but I can kind of picture what I feel like this game would look like on a PS. Yeah. It looks pretty if it's just standing still, but it's just not working. Yeah. It's not working. So I was very disappointed in that game. Uh, here's one I was not disappointed in, Street Fighter Four. I remember when that came out, my God, I think it was 09. I remember paying attention to it during the lead-up and everything because Street Fighter Three was a good game. I just never got into it because I wasn't competitive, and there was it was very deep and very detailed and all this stuff. I was like, I just want to pick up a fighting game. It's fun to play. I can do my Hadoukens. I can do my super moves and everything. And all of a sudden, they went back to the basics with Street Fighter 4. They brought back everybody from Street Fighter 2. They brought it, you know, new style, these these paint-brushed 2D, 2.5D graphics. It was just absolutely beautiful. It played perfectly. I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. This is I didn't need Street Fighter 3 at all. It doesn't even exist to me now. Street Fighter 4 is awesome. And, of course, they put out Super and Arcade and Ultra and all this other crap. And then I got let down by Street Fighter V. But Street Fighter Four to me, just fantastic. 94 on Metacritic. I would say it's probably... I don't think I ever played three, or if I did, very little. It's If obviously, we hook up the PS2, we can play it, because I got Third yeah. Strike. It's obviously better than five. Um, all of the... Two Turbo Champion Super, all those games. Amazing. They'll always have, you know, that special place. But this is probably my favorite, and if I had to pick one that would maybe compete with it, it would probably be like Alpha. Yeah. When they first started doing like the super moves, not just yeah. You know, you could charge up and whatever. Right. And it was still old school 2D. With just a different style. It, it was that Marvel right. versus yeah. Capcom yeah, style. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But no, 4, 
probably the best Street Fighter game. What did you say I got? 94? 94. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yep. Super Castlevania 4. They could have just called it Super Castlevania or, or Castlevania, Castlevania 4. 4, but Super Castlevania 4. Yeah. Essentially a remake of the first Castlevania. Um, it's one of those I've played so many times, but I've probably never beaten more than two or three levels. We played it at Tim's house all the time growing up. I don't think Randy had it, but I know Tim had it, and we played the hell out of it over there. Yep. Fantastic game. I remember the first time we hooked on to uh, one of the swingy things in the castle that rotates. Oh, yeah. Mode 7 was going crazy. I was like, this is... Yeah, our system sucks. This is so this is so much cooler. And I always remember the sound when you're swinging on those. They're like that sound is still I don't know why, but it's definitely a good game. It almost seems like he was too big for the screen. Obviously that, compared that to like a lot of Castlevania one and three. And there's also something something about the jumps. And Castlevania has their own jumps well but, but it was different it was you something... could move him in the air he didn't jump as heavy as all the other games where if you jumped forward you were going forward and there's nothing you could do to stop it and that's what bloodlines did also right which i would probably pick bloodlines over this just because i'm fanboy but, yeah and it, but i mean that's talk about top five genesis games almost everybody puts that up there bloodlines. oh yeah i don't know and and i remember how cool it was the first time we realized you could Whoosh, and you could do the whip and then just go just hold the button and move the d-pad like, or... look how smooth how is it moving like that? that's so cool <laughs> and you could whip in eight directions and stuff it was awesome yeah Tekken 4 don't care about Tekken no 79 wow that's don't not care. very good next we only got two more on the list here I'm sure there's some I've left out but uh, possibly the best beat em up ever made doesn't have a score Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4 Turtles in Time I was thinking about that the other... I think I was thinking about it when I got out of the shower today. I was like, what is the best beat-em-up ever? Is it that? I don't think... It, it's not Final Fight, because I was thinking about the Anniversary Collection or whatever, the Cop Camp. Cap... Com Cap. <laughs> Capcom Collection. Cop Cam? Final Fight was great. N- not best. Street Streets Rage 2. Streets is, Rage 2, I would put up there. There's something... I know we've kind of had this talk before, but beat-em-ups... Maybe the new Turtles game will save it. They just have not aged well. Even when I try to think of, like, Turtles in Time was great. I have no desire to sit down and play through that game these days. Like, it's just... It's a very shallow game experience. I don't know. It's... But yeah, at the time... I mean, even still today, yeah, it's probably one of the best. But God, they just have not aged well yeah um like i said maybe the new one will you know resurrect the, the well genre, and it's definitely a lot more involved yeah it's i mean it's still beat them up but it's and i did see that uh playstation on playstation's twitter today they talked about a new game coming out retro it's a side-scrolling beat em up that looks straight out like it looks like double dragon meets Streets of Rage 2. And it's not only that, but it's kind of got... The, the graphics are slightly blurry, so it makes it look like you're playing it on a CRT and stuff. It looks really cool. I don't know if it would be any good, but that's... Hmm. Retro something. I could go through and look for it, but I'll, I'm not going to. It looks like a lot of fun. One more game on here I got. 
this was actually this was probably my favorite in the series. I had it for PS2. I must have traded it in or lost it because I don't have it up there with my games anymore. Virtua Fighter Four. Virtua Fighter mm-hmm. Four was Virtua Fighter Perfective. Two was awesome. Two is what I think of. I don't remember three at all. Five came out and I played it a little. I don't bit. even remember four. To be honest with you, four was perfect from from not just a graphical perspective, but the, they they nailed. The combat. You still jump like 20 You could still feet jump 20 feet in the air, but everything else was so realistic and so fluid and the way everything flowed. That's why I said I didn't care about Tekken because for me, it was always, it was Tekken or Virtua Fighter. I was Virtua Fighter all the way. Yeah. The first from one to two, whether it was on the 32X or the arcades, Saturn, whatever, the Virtua Fighter games were fantastic. And Virtua Fighter 4 was just I mean, I spent 50, 60 bucks on it when it came out on PS2. I absolutely love that game. I have no idea where it is now. You bought it, like, when it first came out? Yeah. Well, maybe not when it first came out, but when it was still close to full price. Yeah. yeah. And now it's gone. So I don't know if I traded it in or what. Hmm. What was, what's the score? 94. Holy crap. That's what I'm saying. So for, for fighting games, I mean, it's 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 pretty damn tough to beat that. Yeah. And that is it. So let us know if there's any uh, fourth games in a series that we forgot, anything we missed the boat on. I'm sure there is. We're not perfect. Uh, let us know what your fourth game ever is and some of your least favorites also. That's definitely a uh, wide range of a list on that one. What did I say? Let us know what your fourth game ever is. I thought I, thought I said your favorite fourth game. No, you forgot Fa- There's too many Fs. Your there's fourth game ever. Too much alliteration. Far, far too much. Far, far. Far Harbor. Far Harbor. Far Cry. All right. We're to that point of the week now. Sean, it's time for the... Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. Are we doing the... I don't know. what. I don't have my list up in front of me. Which which thing are we doing first? Let's do the back of the box. Okay. Because we're, we're pushing. We're getting up there again. Are we? I can't see. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Oh, crap. We we just <laughs> I was like this is gonna be right an hour this I week. This is gonna be, be a short one. All right. So it's time for the back of the box challenge. If you are not familiar with the back of the box challenge, what we do is every week we come together and at the end of our episodes we like to play a little game called the back of the box challenge. What we do, we take the box. Nope, we took the back of a retail box with a summary of the game. We read that to the other player. We bleep out anything that would be important or would give the game away. Once that's done, the other player can ask yeah, around three or so questions. See if they can narrow down the game. They guess it. If they win, they. I mean, if they get it right, then they just they get it right. If they don't, we kind of give them hints until they do get it right. So that's the back of the box challenge, and we're going to play that right now. I, I already forgot who should go first. Um. I'll go. Okay. Oh, wait. This isn't what I looked at before. Well, that's different. Um, no, I'm going to do the other one. Okay. Uh, this one. Okay. Blank returns. Batman. The fearless knight. Okay. <laughs> The Fearless Knight is back in this stunning sequel to blank. Voted, well, that'll give away the year. Voted among the top 10 games of some year. Three years have passed since the evil ones came to do their dirty work. Now they're back and they've captured Princess Hus? 
Hus. H-U-S. She's a <laughs> But our valiant knight blank is charging to the rescue against a formidable array of gruesome enemies. That's it. This other version had more info, so I can read from that if you have no idea. It sounds like it'd be a good summary for Shovel Knight too. It's not. It's a knight. Is this a Konami game? Seems like it's way too obvious no. for it to be Sparkster. Okay. It's a sequel. Is it a 16-bit game? Mm-hmm. I always assume it's a 16-bit game. It's a knight. 16-bit. Well... Um, it came out in some strange systems. Oh God! I would say no. Yeah, it's yeah, sixteen bit. It's vaguely a sixteen bit game, but it could have. I think it was also out on eight bit. What was the other back of the box? <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me read from that one. This one's got like five paragraphs, oh, so gosh. I'm going right, to skip the first one. Um, Thrown into this mayhem is the courageous blank, a victorious knight with the awesome task of penetrating the demon's castle to pulverize the prince of darkness. Can he do it? It's up oh, to you. Oh, is it made by Capcom? Yes. I don't know which one it is. Then I think you know what it is. It's either Super Ghosts and Ghosts or Girls and Ghosts or Ghosts and Goblin. It's Ghouls and Ghosts. So yeah, there's, like there's not that many. No, you're right. It did come out of the Nintendo, also, right? I mean, I mean, right. it depends which there's version. Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah, and okay. then the sequel was Ghouls and Ghosts. Okay, but then there was Super Ghouls and Ghosts on right. Super Nintendo. Yep. But I couldn't even find. So I was reading. So what I just started reading there is the Genesis box. But you got one life in that game, right? First, yeah, it was impossible. Oh god! But it was you had so your armor, fun. and if you got hit, you're you in your in underwear. Your skivvies, but then you could get them back, and you just threw the. That game was, and you fun. could get like the upgraded, like the yeah. gold armor that gave you like an extra hit. But for being hard as hell, that game was still pretty damn fun. It came out on... all the different versions were fun. Yeah, it came out on Amiga, Atari ST, Commodore sixty four. Wow, which was literally just straight up cassette tape. Mm, what i i don't know that yeah. well that's like the man who sold the world and then genesis 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 master system master system really the sharp this is only in japan the sharp x sixty-eight thousand, and then we and then also the zx spectrum another cassette tape that is so weird so yeah all right you got it do you remember like, what his name was that I kept bleeping out? Sir Poopy Pants. <laughs> I can't remember. I'll know it when I hear it. <laughs> Johnny Sasaki's grandfather. Sir Arthur. Sir Arthur. Oh, wait, wasn't okay. that a joke from um, one of the Naked Guns when he said something about Poopy pants? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like Leslie Nielsen. I can picture he him said, saying it. Oh, right. Let's, let's cut it out with the insult. 
Okay, whatever you say, say Mr. Poopy, poopy Pants, or something like that. I think I think you're right. I'm gonna look oh, this up real quick. God bless him. Is he alive? No, he no, died. He died a few Crap. years ago. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Did you find it? I just started typing in Mr. Poopy Pants Leslie Nielsen and it just finished it for me. Alright, here we go. I'm gonna have to play this. It's all right. I'm sure that we can handle this situation maturely, just like the responsible adults that we are. Isn't that right, Mr. Poopy Pants? <laughs> God. Oh, God. He those, was so perfect. Those will never get old. Poor OJ. I mean, not poor OJ. He's a murdering Jaggins. Oh, well. Why did he turn into that? Yeah. All right. Your turn, Mr. Poopy Pants. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> There it is, the particle accelerator you've invented. You are so intent on testing it, you don't even notice the crackling outside of a not-so-distant electrical storm. Before you can say snap, crackle, pop, a lightning bolt slams through you and the accelerator with deadly accuracy. It's not deadly moves. When you finally come to, you have no idea where you are. Are you being watched? Is this place home? In order to survive, you'll need to dodge, outwit, and overcome deadly alien monsters and blood-sucking blanks who think you're a delicacy. Now, that shouldn't be too hard for a whiz kid like you, right? Is that it? That's it. I thought I knew what it was right up until you said whiz kid. Don't pay attention to the whiz kid because I don't think you're a kid in this. I don't know why I said that. Is it a first-person game? No. Oh. I thought it was Half-Life. Oh, no. That sounds exactly like Half-Life. It actually... As soon as he said Particle Accelerator... Particle Accelerator, Black Mesa... Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Um, Then I don't know. But it's not a first person. Oh! I know. Is this... um, Are you home? Are you being watched? Particle Accelerator. Is it... um, Is it a 16-bit game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think every game we do is a 16-bit. <laughs> is it... Does it go by two different names? Yeah, you got it. Out of this world? Yep. Oh, wow. So that was from the Genesis box. Um, this came out on like every system imaginable also. Um, I didn't remember the lightning bolt hit you. And I just, I mean, I bought Another World when it came out on PS4 um, a couple of years ago, whenever it was, but it didn't... Yeah, I couldn't remember how it... I thought he just went to the lab and something, like, blew up. I don't remember that being, like, a lightning bolt that hit him or something, but... If you weren't, if you couldn't get it, I was just going to say, my pluma. My toolbox. My toolbox. <laughs> so this came out on... Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. <laughs> Amiga, Android, Apple II GS, Atari Jaguar, Atari ST, BlackBerry 10, really? Game Boy Advance, iOS, Linux, Mac OS, Microsoft Windows, MS-DOS, Nintendo 3DS, really? OS X, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, Sega CD, Sega Genesis, SNES, Symbian, Tapwave, Zodiac, what the hell is that? Wii U, Windows Mobile, Xbox One, and 3DO. Wow, 3DO. crap. Fantastic game. I love that game so much. I, I would say Flashback is a better game. Would you agree on that, I think? It's tough. They're both really, really good games. 
Um, oh, God. I would... I think I'd give the edge to Flashback just because it's a longer game. It yeah. wasn't as like puzzle-heavy as Out of This World. But Out of This World was perfect just in... It was kind of a short game, but I liked the uh, mechanics of it. It was just shooting your gun, or you can hold Put it to shield. do the charge shot, yep. or you can hold it to do like the shield in front. I don't know. It was just very cool, simple. Wish it was a little bit longer. I was going to say, it's pretty short, too. Yeah. It's very. If you know what you're doing... You can probably beat it in 30, 45 minutes, I bet. Under an hour, yeah, I would say, but... Flashback, flashback would was, take would hours. take hours too. But and then there was also Fade to Black. Oh, that was such a good game. Yep. I mean, I don't know if it was. It it's. I it, remember it fondly. We remember but it being pretty cool. If, it was flashback in three D. I, mean, I remember three well, D. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I didn't really play that game too much, but I love watching you play it. And that game. Oh, and they had all the different like the death scenes and stuff. Yeah. Like if you stepped on the electrified floor, you'd get zapped, and yeah. uh, that game, that game scared the crap out of me for some reason. I don't know why. You got scared by a lot of games. I did. Uh, out of this world, did too. I mean, it wouldn't. I guess it didn't scare oh, the crap out of me, but it was just creepy. I don't oh, know. I, I bleeped out leeches. I thought that was too obvious. Uh, that would have, yeah, that definitely would have given. But you were, the first time playing that, when you get that black beast, when you see that thing for the first time, that Joker's chasing you down, oh, and you, you run, jump and then it, onto the thing, and, and then it back. slips and it falls, and you got to run back the other way. I was like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> that was. I've got it on PlayStation Four. You can play through it sometime. I downloaded that on iOS. Okay, and I beat it, but it's one of the, it's not. It doesn't. It's not made for a touchscreen. I no, would think it's really not. But I beat it eventually. But yeah, great game. Thank you everybody for being with us for twenty one episodes of the Two Player Co op Podcast. Of course, like I said, I am Kevin White on Twitter at Kevin White twenty four. He is Sean White at Real Sean White. We're going to get him to change his name to at Spritzer White one of these days. <laughs> the Real Spritzer White. You can also follow us at two-player underscore co-op. You can find us on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts. Um, yeah, tell your friends. Have them download us. Give us some reviews. Give us some feedback, all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, we really appreciate everybody, as we always do, uh, being here for 21 episodes. Next week's episode 22. But until that time, hey, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. Thank you for playing.